common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC. And now we have the... Uh, We've got the, Rona McDaniel, uh, the head RNC chairwoman. Tough lady, national. We love our Rona. And I Rona, love tough women. <laughs> yeah, we, he does. He sits next to one every night here, okay? So you know Rona. So um. <laughs> we, we love you. I love you guys. I, just, I want to be in studio one day. Are you guys being safe? How's the, how's the smoke out there? Uh, yeah. yeah, we're yeah. safe. And I, I advised everybody that they better shampoo their hair before going to bed because they got all that crap in their hair. Yeah, it is really oh, bad. That's a great point. That's a great point. We have a little bit of it in Michigan. There's a little bit of smoke in the Detroit area, but not like what you have in New York. Well, things are getting hot uh, with well, the debate. I, I heard some people. <laughs> some people were saying that it was uh, it was the environmentalists are saying that it's uh, fossil change. fuel climate change, and and some people say it must have been Trump's fault. Yeah, everything's you know, Trump's everything's fault. Everything's always blamed on him, right? I mean. Listen, we know that forest management is real. We all can go and look in a in a dense forest, and when you see dead trees and, and it gets dry out and you don't have rain, it's like a tinderbox. And this is why these environmentalists have to understand that part of conservation is forest management. And that's where Republicans make sense, right? We are for conservation. We You're going to save more forest land and you're going to save more trees by good forest management and that's why we've had problems in California, and that's why they're having problems in Canada. Well, uh, Rhoda, let's get to uh, the debates, because um, obviously sure. that is on the horizon. Um, and, of course, Pence got in yesterday <laughs> and the day before we had Chris Christie. Uh, are you going to have, do you think, one night of debates, two night of GOP primary debates? Do you think more people are going to jump in? Yeah, I'm wondering, John, the field, you know, the water's fine. You want to jump in? <laughs> <laughs> well, Ron, I, I had uh, What about I had Ed lunch. Cox or Judge Weinberg I had, or anyone else? I had lunch yesterday with Dick Morris. Oh, yeah, that's true. And what Dick is Morris, Dick Morris says he's advising President Trump not to debate because uh, uh, the, all the other people are irrelevant. Well, and also, that's what he told us, John. Remember, he did an interview with us a couple weeks yes. ago, and he said, and he said, it to he me said if at lunch. we're high, if he's high, you know, big margin and has a big advantage, why debate? There's only a downside. Your thoughts, Rona, where's it going? Yeah, I think he's being advised that by people on his team. I, I, I take a different tack, which is uh, why not take that opportunity to get in front of the American people and make the case against Joe Biden. And we're going to have a nomination process and there's a primary process, but I think all of our candidates should be using the debate stage to contrast us against the Democrats. And we want to make sure we're getting that message out to voters before the general. So that's what I think. I think using that time wisely is very important. And the major major channels will carry the debates? Yes. Oh, yeah. Because they fired fired the guy from CNN. For having yeah. the CNN only has three hundred thousand people on, on uh, a night, and they fired him because he put President Trump on. He had three three and a half million uh, viewers. My God, yeah, you right? doing business? Fire him! Yeah, I mean that's what's so crazy. And by the way, they've done debates since then, John, with Nikki Haley and others. And and you know we have everybody on, but Nikki Haley's ratings were eighty percent lower than Trump's. Wow! I mean, so you would think they'd say Trump every night based on those numbers. Governor Patterson, yeah. you want to say, you want to say something to our national well, chairman? Well, I thought in twenty fifteen, it was really the summer of twenty fifteen when they started the debates uh, for the uh, twenty sixteen election that Donald Trump distinguished himself with his ability 
to make everyone watch him and ignore the people around him. So I don't see any reason where, why he needs to stay home when they have a debate, even if a few people watch it, because he just has the ability to do that. And there are just not many people. And I don't agree with him about too many things. But there are not many people that have that kind of charisma. Wow, her, it's saying that from a Democrat, Rona. That, that's wow, a, that's a former uh, Democratic governor. Look, I, I didn't say that. Listen, I thought he had good foreign policy. If you gave me two hours, I could think of another thing he did well. But I think that was, <laughs> that was really how about, his How great about protecting ab- our border, Governor? Yeah, that's he did a good job on that, didn't he? Yeah, what, that would be a refreshing change that's to from go back Democrat, to that. by the way, Rona. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Rona, so Rona. But let, but let me ask you, because one of the criteria, right, for the debate, is also that they have to pledge to support the ultimate GOP nominee. Um, yeah, so we that's- call it the Beat Biden pledge. I mean, here's what we're hearing, and and I'm 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 traveling the country every day, and I talk to people who are really hurting. Right, they have family members dying of fentanyl. Their kids are dealing with massive deficits coming out of the pandemic and the lockdowns. You've got crime skyrocketing. Inflation is killing households across this country, and we have an energy crisis. And so they're saying. We need to win. And so this is called the Beat Biden Pledge. And my point is, I don't want to give time on a debate stage and have people get up there and then come out of this and say, I'm not going to support the eventual nominee. Because the first criteria of anybody running for president in our party should be that the ultimate goal is to beat Biden. It shouldn't be about beating each other. You know, we have a lot of similarities in our party. The differences between us are very, very minor compared to the catastrophe we're seeing from the Democrats. So, Although it's going to be rough and tumble. Need, Rona, I mean, you've already heard the swipes. Biden. You know, they and, need to, Yeah, but they need to pledge to be Biden because at the end of the day, we need to keep our eye on what this is about. And we can't, you know, we, there's going to be vitriol. It's going to be mean. I'm not saying they have to hug each other or be best friends. But we do need to be committed as a party that we need to take back the White House and support who the voters well, are. Ronna Ed Cox here. What we do hope at the end of it, they are best friends, right? And it's one team yeah. going forward. I agree. Thank you, Ed. Hey there. We love Ed Cox. You're great. Uh, we here. appreciate <laughs> what you're doing. You're already uh, have a center set up here in New York, a Hispanic center in one of our congressional dis- districts. And we Correct. thank you Mike for that. Mike Waller's district. We need New York to be strong. You know, in, in a presidential year, we got to hold these House seats that gave us the majority. Well, and thanks to all of you. If and WABC Ed, helps, New York will be strong for uh, Ed Cox. Yeah, we love that. But um, the debate criteria is strong. I am hoping we have one debate stage. I hope President Trump debates. I am encouraging him. I don't agree with Dick Morris. I think everybody should get on the debate stage because people do want to see them talk about policy and they do want to see how we're going to make their lives better. Rona, when do you think you'll find out um, who will accept it? Like, and, and have you gotten any indication from Trump himself if he's going to debate? When do they have to make that call? I'm curious. So my guess is, knowing him, that he'll keep us guessing. <laughs> <laughs> Up until five minutes before, right, Rona? I guess you know him pretty well. I don't know. Just, just, a, just a little guess in my mind that he'll keep us guessing till the very end. They, we'll have to know about 48 hours before, but I'm hopeful he'll do it. I think everybody else is trying to get on it. We've, we've made some pretty strict debate criteria, and I've said I don't want this to be a stage for trying out for cabinet positions or media contracts or book deals. We have serious business to attend to to put forward a nominee to take on Joe Biden. And I know we all make fun of Joe Biden and we think he's diminished uh, as president and the policies that he's put forward. But he has a machine. I mean, look at what they just did in Nevada. They just gave twenty five million to the culinary union basically to turn out the vote. They're weaponizing the government. They're turning it into an election operation machine. The Inflation Reduction Act 
gave a registration budget to every single department of the federal government. And Biden has a lot of money, our taxpayer money at his disposal that he's going to use. So we can't underestimate uh, how serious this threat is. And we have to take back the White House. And we can only do that as a united GOP. By the way, did you see the comments uh, just uh, like maybe like an hour or so ago um, with uh, Joe Biden in the press or he's with the British prime minister? Yeah, of course, it was very right, 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 right. right. It was very exactly right. And it was very scripted. It was very interesting. And then suddenly at the end, the unscripted question where he said, oh, I'm not supposed to answer any. And it was Peter Alexander, my buddy from NBC, who asked him about the Comer documents and all that stuff. It's like malarkey. He started laughing. Show me the money. Uh, he acts like not a care in the world. And then he said he's not doing any influence whatsoever on the DOJ and FBI, that he would never uh, said they're totally independent. Right. What's your reaction? Are you rolling your eyes like Ed is right now? And I'm, even the government laughing. Eyes. Yes. I, if I could, if you could see my eyes roll, I mean, it was, it's, it's pretty dramatic right now, but we know that this isn't true. And, and I've said this many, many times. We have a president who's compromised by China. We have seen this. Thank goodness we won the House. I want to congratulate um, Representative Comer and the work he's done to uncover these payments that came from foreign governments to many, many members of the Biden family. And now we've seen the, the interference in getting this whistleblower document that may show that Vice President Joe Biden took money. This is egregious to see our vice president monetizing the position and taking money from foreign governments and influencing well, our policy. I, I hope uh, nothing bad happens to, to, to Joe Biden because we end up with, um, with yeah, Kamala. 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 <laughs> Thank you, Rona. Thank you, Rona, so much for coming on. Thank and you, we'll Rona. catch up with you again real soon. Thank you. And we just launched a bankyourvote.gop. So go, go look bet. at the website. We need people to bank their votes. Okay. V- vote early. Vote early. We got to talk about that. I hope, I hope, I hope you have enough people to watch those polls. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll talk again real soon. Thanks guys.